0: Hi, I'm John Bryce. I live in Albemarle County, Virginia, where my wife is running for school board. She's a frustrated mom who lost all faith that our school board actually had our children's best interests at heart. And this is her story. I have a feeling this is going to end up basically being a conversation between... Just me and Claire, but um, I think it's fine if Meg chimes in. We'll, we'll see how it goes. We can Thanks, kind of Sean. take this however we want to.
1: <laughs> Sorry, Meg. <laughs> Don't worry. It's just the Meg Bryce for School Board podcast. But about <laughs> uh, you, Don't worry about me,
0: <laughs> Claire. You're a local politician. What did you run for?
2: I ran for the um, 5th District of Virginia, the congressional seat, here based in Charlottesville that stretches from, or at the time, stretched from Route 66 all the way down to the southern border of Virginia.
0: How does the race you were in compare to a school board election?
2: My race was incredibly different from Meg's race in the sense that, um, you know, I, I was running in a Democratic prim- primary to win the nomination of the Democratic Party to be the candidate in the general election um, against the Republican candidate who was following the process that the Republican Party laid out for them. Um, in, in Meg's race, in the school board race, um, there, is, there are no titles. There, there is no um, party assignment. It is a nonpartisan race. Um, and that is, it should look different right i mean um 41 states across the u.s do this do this for a reason they keep politics out of education they keep partisanship out of school board races and you know it is absolutely critical i mean i i I honestly i think about the separation of church and state when i think think about the separation of politics and education um Educating children is an incredibly serious business. I I work in national security. This is a fundamental national security issue when it comes right down to it. it. We have got to, our school boards have to be able to focus on the business of educating. There is a science behind it. There are people with PhDs in education who spend their lives thinking about how to develop curriculum, how to teach children, how to teach people um and and this is not a race this is not a the school board doesn't serve as someone um you know you're not serving on the school board to to represent your own values in a social construct right this is really you are meant to be determining how best to educate the students within the county that you are operating in. Um, in my case, in a primary election, in a in a district, you know, anywhere really in America, in a partisan primary election, it's a race to the left or a race to the right. Um, and so many folks get themselves in trouble because they say many things in a primary to sound one way so they can make it into the general election and be who they really are. This isn't the case. We have, two, we have two candidates for this at-large seat. And they are... Their job, what they need to demonstrate to us is that they are capable of managing and executing the education of the kids in this county.
0: Claire, should voters elect any candidate with a political agenda to school board?
2: No. We... Cannot afford. I mean, I I am a mother of three, and I've spent a lifetime in politics. I mean, I I was uh, born in 1980, and I served as a Senate page in 1996. I've been in politics a long time, growing up in Northern Virginia. um, I'm fascinated by it. I am... Um, I've devoted my life to, you know, the governing of this country and, um, and that means being involved in politics, right? But, but my, the education of my children, you know, has absolutely nothing to do with party affiliation and candidates uh, and bringing that politics into this race or into that office, is really dangerous. And it's going to produce outcomes that um, I'm not sure there's any parent who's really signed on, um, who really understands the implication of those political outcomes. I mean, you probably the Loudoun County folks um, could talk about outcomes in in school boards where politics is the agenda rather than education. Seeking political um, partisan endorsements uh, in the school board is, is trying to bring politics into that space. It's gaining support through political affiliation rather than through a demonstration of the knowledge and, and capacity to do the job.
0: Okay. So the school board race is supposed to be nonpartisan, apolitical. Virginia state law even requires that school board candidates qualify for the ballot, by going through this petition process for independent candidates rather than coming through as a candidate nominated by a party. Meg's opponent is very clearly trying to politicize this race. Why do you think that is?
2: I can't really speak to, to Meg's opponent or her intentions, but I do think um, politicizing things. I think it's done uh, to drive... Fear. I think it's done to, you know, to, to use fear as a motivator for voting. I think it's done. Um, I mean, I think it's done to avoid talking about the, the part of the issues and um, to address actual solutions. Um, the, the pulling the politics in right now is an attempt to sort of avert folks' eyes away from, from issues that we have got to address that are problems of our own making for the most part.
0: Claire, why are you supporting Meg?
2: Well, I'm supporting Meg because, um, you know, I've known her a long time. Um, And I know how, you know, dedicate... I I know her personally and I admire her character. Um, But... But I'm supporting Meg because Meg promises action and serious focus and study of the problems that we have in our schools, and she's promising solutions. She's, she's, she's promising me as a parent what I need, <laughs> what I want, right? But also... Meg has the capacity, the knowledge, the wherewithal, the ability to do this job. And it is not going to be an easy job.
0: So you've known Meg a long time, and um, she's been labeled by the opposition Uh, by the local newspapers as a, quote, right-wing extremist and a book banner trying to whitewash history. Is is there any merit to any of that? Uh, Do you have any concerns about that? Is Meg a right-wing extremist?
2: No, no, Meg is not a right-wing extremist. Um, I I don't have any concerns about that. You know, um, I'm sure Meg remembers this, but one of the first people I called when I decided to run For Congress was Meg. And it's not as though Meg and I talked all the time or were best friends through college. I mean, we probably went 10 years without speaking after I, you know, like not because there was any issue between us, but just because she went off to college, my family moved, um, you know. But she was one of the first people I called. Um, And we had a long conversation. She gave me great advice. She said, I'm not going to be able to support you because she and I know that there are issues that we disagree on that are fundamental to our political identity. I've just known Meg for so long and I respect her so much. I think I've known Meg since about seventh grade and she's really never presented to me as, um, as a particularly political person, she is an extremely pragmatic person. Um, she's an incredibly uh, she's incredibly sort of thoughtful. She's dynamic in the way that she communicates and brings people in, and that's been true since we were <laughs> since we were kids playing soccer together. Um, so so there's absolutely no merit to that. I, I was so excited when I saw Meg running. I was so excited. Um, because of that, like, pragmatic, just can do, the, her capability. She's an incredibly capable human. It was like, gosh, that's what we need in this job right now. I was incredibly excited about it. The, the, the issues that we disagree on politically, that we, by the way, can discuss, and it's absolutely not something that drives us to hate one another, um, Y- civil like,
0: discourse.
2: Civil discourse. It, they don't play a role at all for me in school board. Meg is not setting abortion policy or you know like the fiscal future of America. She's not uh, running for school board. She is going to you know determine how the county schools are educating our children and and bring the I I, I hope and I, I have said this to many a neighbor and many of the folks that I've talked to. Um, she is going to bring, you know, she brings incredible diversity in her voice to that, to the school board. And, you know, the word inclusivity gets thrown around so much. If elected to that school board, she brings a really critically needed um, perspective and approach. It just makes me really sad that f- people, um, that people can be so focused on, on, partisan politics and their own beliefs that they're willing to sort of attack another human being. And it flies in the face of everything that we, you know, that the Democratic Party talks about and is is focused on, which is inclusivity, which is that everyone should see themselves in the education that they're receiving. You know, it should be accessible to all, right? The education, the education. I find it really, really disheartening um, that there are individuals who are turning this into a highly politicized smear campaign in an attempt to avoid, I guess, talking about the issues, which is what I want to talk about, right? Which is why I'm supporting Meg.
0: So I guess if it's good to disagree and it's healthy for the process, you know, how would you classify Meg? Is she someone who is who is stubborn and it's her way or the highway? Or is she someone who's willing to reevaluate her opinion and have constructive conversations about issues?
2: I mean, sh- she's... Um... Got a PhD who spent a lot of time yeah. <laughs> uh, looking at tough problems, reading lots of other people's perspectives, and um and trying to figure out you know a way forward or a solution to a problem that faces the, you know, that the field you're you're going into um faces, right? So so I think uh you can just see by nature the her pursuit in education has clearly demonstrated her. Interest in examining you know examining an argument, understanding it and figuring out a, a solution or a way forward. Um, but you know personally, this is again, this goes back to you know'm supp- I support Meg because i um, because she is promising to address the issues that I see being deeply, you know, really so critical um, to my children's education right now, but to this county and to the future of this country. Part of the reason I was so excited to see her running is that she is a person who brings people in, who has, you know, just seventh and eighth grade has an incredibly diverse set of friends. Um, not all that think in the same way that she did, you know, growing up in, um, growing up in Northern Virginia, being, being who she was. Um, I'm sure a lot of people thought they knew what she believed or where she would end up in our like civics debates or, um, but that's not who she was. That's not who she is.
1: I take it very seriously that this is a nonpartisan race because that's how it ought to be. And I've tried to be very mindful of that. So I'm not running on a ticket. I, you'll never hear me touting my political endorsements because I don't have any. And, um you know, if, if one of my volunteers knocks on your door, they're only there to talk about school board. They're not there to talk about board of supervisors and delegate and representative. And they're, you know, they're not going to hand you a card with pictures of five other candidates on there because they're only there to talk about schools. They they know me personally and they believe in me. And that that's how I've chosen to run my campaign because I, I think that's how it ought to be. And it's really important to me that people know that I'm only focused on schools.
0: I'm John Bryce, and you've been listening to special guest Claire Russo and my wife, Meg Bryce, on the Meg for School Board podcast, which is, of course, paid for and authorized by Meg Bryce for School Board. If you like what you heard, I hope you'll continue listening and text this episode to at least three of your friends. Meg would be honored to earn your vote and grateful for even the smallest donation which can be made by visiting megforschoolboard.com Check the show notes for links, including charts to visualize much of the ACPS data Meg mentioned earlier as well as a recording of the Crozet Town Hall Candidate Forum, where you can watch how Meg stacks up against her opponent Early voting is already underway and election day is November 7th Vote for Meg to get ACPS back on track